This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. (whistles) Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Knockout takes. Almunia saves. Knockout follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Trondini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Good evening, everybody. Well, that was very strange, wasn't it? It was a very strange thing. Oh, who knows? After uh, after Saturday, when we played in some parts better than we did, I think, for me tonight. But you tell me if I'm wrong here. That seemed the strangest, dullest game I thought I'd ever seen. I thought I saw two teams just too scared to move the ball forward. But who knows? I could be wrong and I could have seen the game in a, in a different way. Positives to take? Well, everything that went wrong for Pedro on Saturday was far more positive today. Obviously, to to stand up after the game he had on on Saturday, take the penalty and dispatch it as confidently as he did was good. But we seemed oddly reticent to move the ball forward. I think one thing I absolutely have to say was... uh, for me, one of the high points was uh, a substitution coming on and me being able to shout very loudly, Kalu was alive! Because he came on, young Kalu, and he gave us a young Kalu. He, he gave us some momentum down the left. He gave somebody in that team, someone who would try and commit an opposition defender and try and go around them and try and give them something to think about, something to consider. Who knows? But I'm probably asking for for way too much because I'm looking at the performance. I did say on the uh, on the preview that uh, that I'm not a big fan of Paul Ince. Um I must confess, I think the man is stealing a living in uh, in league football management. I really do. But hey, I could be wrong. Guys, anybody who wants to have any observations today, please do come on and, uh, and, and let us know what you think. It wasn't the most exciting game, but a 2-0 win is a 2-0 win. And I want to know who was your man of the match? Who was your person who you thought 
actually deserves a bit of praise after my initial kind of damp squib of a point. But hey ho, there we go. Justin, sir. Justin. Hello, Hello sir. How are you? I'm just I'm, I'm just putting my handbrake on. Here we go. There we are. I've just got home. <laughs> yeah. The money, the uh, money that that sound effect costed, you know, is a quite astonishing. Cost me a fortune. Yeah, what a boring game on the whole. It was two teams trying to outbore each other. I think uh, trying to show each other how how not to go forward with the ball, uh, how not to attack. But listen, two nil. I'm happy because that was the score I predicted. So I'm I'm very pleased with that. And yeah, Joel Pedro, I think is probably my man of the match, Peter. Uh, I think. Although I think Kalu could be a a close second. I, I just enjoyed those words, and more importantly, it upsets my son who's sitting downstairs hearing me shout it upstairs. And just going, as you do. I heard you. I was only about four rows in front of you, but I did hear you do it when you... No, it was, it's got it to it's, it's be done. I'm too old to have shame or pride or anything like that. So I just <laughs> I just do it. There we go. There we go. Right, we need to go. We right, need to go. I'm going to get inside. Okay, you do that. We need to go to... Okay. Um, we need to go to Wendover or somewhere in that direction. <laughs> Mr. Wendover Horn. Is Mrs. Wendover Horn with you this evening? No, I'm actually in the car on my own tonight, actually. Oh. I'm, still, I'm still in Watford because one was rather hungry having no tea. So uh, I, for the first time, had a burger from the top of the Vicarage Road. Ooh. Tasty buds. Anyway, it, it was all right, actually. It was all right. Okay, that's good. So, yeah. I mean, we, we, in fairness, we, we always talk about, you know, we're getting kebabs and, you know, butterflies yeah, yeah. and all, all of this strange, exotic confectionery from away games. What if, if you'd come to an away game and you'd had your, your burger there? What, what what would be your marks out of 10? Oh, I'd, I'd give that out of 10. I'd give it a good seven. Good stuff. I'm not saying the yeah. game wasn't exciting, but I'm asking you questions about burgers. Let's revert to the pitch. <laughs> what were your thoughts on the game, mate? Yeah, my thoughts on the game. Um, you, you know, you're looking for a man of the match, and obviously, Jow's going to get all the plaudits this evening. Um, Ken Semmer, my, my word again. That boy put in a shift again, didn't he? Came in, played in not his normal position, and he, he did a great job, I thought. Um, I like Ken. GT would have liked Ken. Always gives you a hundred, always gives you a hundred percent, whatever. Always gives you, you know, he, he, la he lacks an ability. He lacks an ability and he gets found out in the Premier League. But yeah, good, good, good for Ken tonight. Good for Ken. I think, I think we're both of an age where, where footballers were called Ken and Colin and occasionally Derek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's, yeah. There's, there's, something, there's something strangely comforting about that. But there we go. Yeah. Also, we've, we've got a shout for Ken. That's all rather good. That's all rather good. Well, I mean, on, on, on the plus side, I mean, I just thought when Reading got it, they looked as they looked as rudderless as we do at our worst. You know, they're yeah. the ball and pushing it across the back. And I didn't, I didn't think we looked in particularly in danger until that moment with about, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes to go. And, you know, it, it all looked a bit like, oh, God, don't make this a one-all, please. Um, yeah, I, I, but, yeah. Cool. I thought they looked the worst side we've played this year, Pete, to be honest. Uh, I thought they had nothing, if I'm honest with you. Uh, I tell you what I did like today. At 1-0, One at 1-0, previous managers would have taken a spriller off and thought, let's sit on the 1-0 and bought Denny Bashiri on. I like, yep. the way he, I like the way he twisted to go for the second goal. I like that. I like that a lot. 
I was, I, I was really pleased with Galoo coming on and again making a positive impact. As a, from a subspence, that's what you want. Um, I mean, I enjoyed that almost as much as I enjoy your staunch refusal to pronounce Delhi Bashiru. I like that also. That's a very good thing. <laughs> what do I call it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Tony Delhi Bashiru or something. He yeah, sounds, well, he sounds like an, an Italian 60s crooner from America. Yeah, I'm, I'm going all over the place. So, yeah, I think, you know, where, where are we now? We're up to fifth. If we can get something at Bristol, maybe a little cheeky three points at Bristol, maybe, maybe we can go into the World Cup break, you know, maybe in the top three. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? That'd be nice. Ooh, ooh. I'll, I'll just take going in, in, in anywhere in that top six. Yeah. And let, let, yeah. letting, letting Slavin take the lads out to, you know, the 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 Spanish uh, exotic camp that, that Uncle yeah. Tom described for us the other day, despite wanting them to go into a military square bashing camp, which I, I, yeah. I also enjoyed a great deal. Um, I, I think because he, he can then get some of his players back, and I appreciate the rest of the the, the championship will do the same thing. Of course they will. Yeah, but we've actually got yeah. we've actually got a ridiculous forward line when you look at it in comparison to what what you know they had today. I mean, yeah. we, we did the review, and really, all they got was comments, and you know, uh, you know. Uh, anyway, I, I, Paul Paul Lynch still makes me despair. I have to say, I I do think that they they won the most absurd change into an away kit display. Oh, ever. oh, that kit! It was it horrible. Well, the, the oh. shirt is like kind of sunburnt man wearing white t shirt. It's like oh. it's kind of well, someone. Um, do you remember in the 80s, those T-shirts that you used to have, that when you used to sweat, they used to change colours? Yeah, that's it. And, Someone said to me, like, global hypercolour. Yeah, it looked, like, it looked like those, didn't it? It looked like those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah. just before I go, I've, I've, I've been doing my uh, normal director's box spotting again tonight. Oh, oh uh, who, wasn't, who wasn't there? Didn't see Mogi there tonight. We normally win when Mogi. He's a Jonah. We we normally lose when Mogi's there. So Mogi wasn't there. How there was a guy that they all looked to be quite friendly with that looked like a Bond villain. Now, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I almost thought he was going to get a cat out from under the seat and start stroking it. I think um, we should we should have one of those. That should, yeah, that's, that's, that's what uh, they should have in the back of the executive yeah. seats. Is, is cat on on yeah, cat. Yeah. I like this. Maybe he's the money man. Who knows? But Ooh. somebody that, who looks incredibly similar to that sporting director that we we are linked Ooh. to with was up there in a lovely blue trench coat type thing. I'm sure. It, I'm sure it was him. Now this is this is the technical director from Eintracht Frankfurt. Yeah, who, yeah. Ben, who, ben who something, Mango, Mango, Ben, Ben, Menard. Well, it Ben something. Ben. Isn't it? I like, I like, I like Mango. I think we'll go with Mango. No, we, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get his real name, I'm sure. There and the go. butterfly oh, man, the butterfly man, definitely not there again. That's two games on the trot where he hasn't. Uh, been, so I, I, I think if, if you know, let's be honest, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen during the World Cup break. So we'll, we shall yeah, see. We shall yeah, see. Yeah. Well, well, what can we say? We, we, we've rinsed, we've rinsed the opposition kit, which looks like it could do with a rinse. In fairness, we talked about burgers. <laughs> we talked about burgers. Last game up is Bristol City before the World Cup break. Are you, are you going down to? Uh, yeah, West yeah. Country? I'll be going. I'll be. I'm actually going to Bristol tomorrow on business. But yeah, I'll be. Go, I'll be going again on on uh, on Saturday. 
Book my just park. Book my just park this morning, and uh, uh, th- th- there you go. One tip before I go: don't eat oh. cheese. Bef- don't eat cheese before bedtime. Give you nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. First person who scores a point for a cheese reference. Anybody who uh, who's heard anything from us like, over the last couple of episodes, <laughs> heard an awful lot of blue cheese. Great, yeah. great, safe journey home. Cheers, sir. mate. Um, cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Catch you soon. Catch you soon. Mr. Bacon. Yeah, Bacon, sir. How are you doing? Oh, I'm very good, Peter. How are oh, you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. It was just so strange. It was, you know, it was like, great, we won 2 0, but the, the, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm asking too much. Maybe I'm asking too much. And it was a, you know, at the end of the season, the points tally on the table doesn't look at, you know, Tuesday nights in October and say, were you entertained? Maybe I'm that's asking true. just too much. Who knows? Who knows? What did you, what, what did you make of, uh, of, of, of goings on? Well, um, before, I, before I do that, um, going forwards, if I can oh. come on before Greg, because he's a very hard act to follow. Oh, I know that, yeah. <laughs> I, I know um, he even brought his wife on the other day. I mean, that's just, that's just duty gone too far. Um, I, I wasn't at the, um, at the game, but I watched at home. Uh-huh. Um, I missed about 20 minutes because I had to go and pick my wife up from the station, so I missed Shell's second goal. Um, but, yeah, it was how you described it. It was pretty um, traditional um, championship scrappy affair, wasn't it, really? Um, almost sort of cancelling each other out. Um, we looked really good going sideways quite a lot of the time. Um, uh, but, yeah, I'll, I'll take um, take take three points, um, especially against Reading. And, um, you know, I've got pretty much the same opinion of um, uh, Paul Lintz as most other people, I, I, I think, as, as a manager. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll absolutely take that. And a clean sheet as well um, to, to boot with a somewhat shored-up um, defence. Um, I think that's, that's a big, big positive. True. I, I I think I true. Oh, there you go. I nearly said truce there. I think I think one of the one of the positives was truce to Kong, especially when it got started getting a bit squirrely at one nil with about fifteen yeah, minutes, and he got he got that full blocking with his left foot slash left ankle to 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 stop them. You know, kind of snuff them out at one point. And I thought that was that was very fair to see. I was I was pleased for him. I was pleased for him there. Um, what did you make of him and Cabaselli today? I mean. They didn't have an awful lot to cope with, but it seemed reasonable enough. It, it did seem reasonable enough. I, I, I wouldn't necessarily want um, Cabs in there against a better forward line, mm-hmm. um, but I think it was the right game for them to be partnered together. And yeah, they they didn't get didn't get troubled. Um, the, the pair of them um, did did they? And um, going on from what um, Greg said, I thought um, Ken was uh, was brilliant at, at left back. Absolutely brilliant tonight. Oh, much love for Ken this evening. I'm pleased. I'm pleased with that because I like Ken, as I say. Just because he's called Ken is enough for me. Indeed, but, indeed. but but the fact the fact that he just tries and the fact that you've actually got somebody who could break from from deep, but actually have some quality going forward. For me, so much of it broke down around KMB and and um, Hamza Chowdhury. Not because they weren't working hard and breaking things up, but we'd kind of play the ball into those kind of corner areas and side to side in order to create an opportunity to play the ball to a man in some space. And the, the man invariably was Hamza Chowdhury or KMB again. And then they get it, and they don't have the ability to do anything with it. They don't have the ability to deliver a, a final ball, a telling pass, or to see it. As much as I like Hamza 
fire, you know, kind of bouncing into everybody. Um, that that's all good fun. That we, then, we 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 need to work a way of being able to unleash a little bit more often one of the creative players who you trust a little bit more with the final ball. And that that's where we're missing um, loser in some respect from that. But what I do really Great like point. with um, with young Espria is every so often he did it a couple of times in the game. He'll just almost put his foot on the ball and slow it down and then pick out a beautiful pass. Um, we should have scored in the first half from a pass that he really split the um, split um, Reading in, in half. And he really has got a lovely, lovely pass on him. And for a young a young lad, he's got great vision, I think. No, he has. And he, that, I mean, no, no greater example than actually the one on Saturday where he just sat on it. He just sat and sat and sat. And because Coventry was sitting so deep, he wasn't under any pressure, but he didn't do that sort of, I'm going to panic and give it away or just sat on it and then fed in, I think it was Kamara with the overlap. And then, of course, yes. we know yeah. we missed it, but we didn't miss tonight. We got the two goals. We kept a clean sheet. These are all good things. Why am I not happier? I don't understand it. I really should be. I really should be. Yeah, thank you, sir, as always. Lovely Cheers, to speak Peter. to you. I now have to go across to Carl, otherwise he'll accuse me of sending him to Coventry, as he did last time, immediately before his... Uh, his, his colleague started talking nonsense about blue cheese. Mr. Carl James, sir. He's, I'd just like to point something out. He's not my colleague, by the way. I, you know, I, I've been out with him once. It's okay. my colleague. Not your it? colleague. Your, your associate. Compadre. Your associate. Compadre. Associate. It's very good. Associate. Yes. I like. Associate. I like a lot. There you go. How, how was the game for you, mate? Yeah. Um, please don't ever put me on after Mr. Bacon because he's um, stolen everything I want to say, pretty much. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, I thought Kenneth was uh, fantastic this evening. Uh, Kenneth the Fridge, he was um, brilliant, you know, done what he had to do defensively. Uh, and then going forward w- was superb as well. It, a really horrible, crappy game, really. And, and a, a little bit like the Coventry game, you just felt if it, you know, a goal either for, for them or another one for us, we could have killed it off sooner. It was a real, real weird um, evening, actually. I've come away with it. Uh, from it, sorry, you know, with no goals conceded, um, winning two 0 but a little bit unsure of how it's happened. Um, if 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 that makes sense at all, it's um a bit of an odd feeling this evening. But I, I, I'll take it. You know, you have to take those um those wins. So overall, uh, a, a good win. Um, I'd like to give you another food analogy, if I may. Not Ooh, blue cheese. Another food analogy. This is yeah. Good. So I, I was talking to someone at half time, and they said to me, um. Reading remind them of a margarita pizza. You know it's on the menu, but no one gives a fuck. Which I I'm, thought was excellent because it's just, just a boring, shitty choice, isn't it? Really? Yeah, I like that because because they've taken the cheese analogy and they've yeah. built on it, and then they've removed all the flavour. Yeah, which exactly. I think is is very much a ball inside a margarita <laughs> pizza and nobody in orders. <laughs> no, well, yes. Well, anyway, we're going into obviously the Bristol City game. You're you're travelling down, I believe. I am. Yes, I will have uh, a four pack of uh, Thatcher's cider. Other ciders are available on the train um, because we're going to Bristol, and you have to drink cider. They don't serve uh, proper alcohol down there. Uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Looking forward to uh, giving Mr. Nigel Pearson a, a you know a, a fond hurrah. Um, and yeah, looking forward to it. Last game before the World Cup as well. So hopefully we'll lock plenty of noise and a, and a good day out. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Lovely stuff, Mr. James. Thank you, sir. Be good. Speak to you soon, boys. I hope I brought you on quick enough. Now I'm going to go across to, uh, obviously, as you say, not your colleague, your acquaintance, your your associate, your I partner. Didn't know that. Your, 
your partner in cheese, the big cheese Lebowski. <laughs> see what I, do you see what I did there? Yeah. Do you see what I did? Now, now, Mr. Lebowski, Mr. Lebowski, we have to ask about Saturday. Um, have we fully recovered? Oh, mate, I mean, it was it, <laughs> Sunday. I, I just listened to podcasts with Carl, and, yeah, I felt like that. I'm surprised he could actually speak. I, I, I was, and my missus was just not impressed at all with me. <laughs> and, I, I mean, this lasted through Monday, really, as well. I mean, I don't think, I don't think my, my work were much impressed. I just tried to pretend I had a lot of meetings. And, uh, yeah, I'm fully recovered it's- now, though. Thankfully, only three days. Excellent, excellent. Three more days, yeah, three days. For for anybody who didn't listen to the spaces on Saturday, or indeed the preview of this game, because it was so good we put it on again, both both Brett and and Carl were enjoying the delights of hospitality at Watford uh, for what was obviously the disappointing 1-0 defeat commentary, but they didn't let that defeat them. And, uh, and and Brett came on with just the most wonderful analogy about blue cheese. And people have picked up that cudgel and they've, they've run with it. They've picked up that ball and run with it, I should say. You know, you saw Mike Smart's excellent, excellent work about, about how this season has all been about blue cheese with a slight addition of crackers. This is... We're not saying that the game was was bad tonight or dull, but we've done burgers and we've done cheese again. There oh, we go. I'm going to help you out. What do you think? I'm going to help you out, Peter. I know why why you feel like that. I feel actually this is bloody stressful being in the championship and, and it's too much almost. You know, like we had Coventry. I, I felt like it could have gone that way easily again. You know, obviously, I, like within... Hello? I'm there. I'm listening to oh, you. Go on. Hello. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm just... You know, every time, every time I get on, I'm about to take the my exit, but I've got to negotiate. <laughs> anyway, look, it's stressful, and I don't know why we made it such hard work. That first half, you know, they were they were they were they were kicking in front of right in front of me, and you know, we we had so many chances where they're trying to walk it into the goal again, and it's it, there's no the, the, the one touch passing again was going backwards sideways. But as soon as we've actually got a chance to go to go for it, it all kind of feels like it seizes up, and uh, and it's just you know maybe this is the well, championship vibe. I I mean I I agree exactly with what uh, with what uh, Mr Bacon Mr Ian Bacon there said about uh, Yasser Espria. I think he's a he's a fine player, but I thought what we needed was somebody who would go and be a little bit direct. And God bless him, old man of the sea. Um, Samuel Kalou gave us something, oh, gave us a amazing. bit more directness, yeah. gave us something against them, an ability to commit a defender, draw somebody out and play something. Far more, far more. The, the other day after the, um, oh, crikey, the Wigan game, uh, we had Sam Uko on from the uh, from WD18. And he said, well, you know, after uh, after a Kalou's um, cameo there, he'd have seen him replace Sar. Well, we know he picked up yeah. the but and he's strong on the ball he, as well. Really strong. He's he, he's almost hold, you know hold up play as well as pelting forward. He, he he looks really impressive. I'm wondering when he's going to start. So, aside of Yao Pedro, who are you going to call man of the match? I mean, Hamza was pretty pretty decent. He he didn't he didn't he didn't let a lot go past him. Uh, and I think without him being proactive like that, it would have been way more dangerous. Like we could have gone, we could have gone two down. 
uh, at points without without his, you know, just just tidying up all the time. So uh, I was Good I was stuff. very impressed with him. Yeah. Good stuff. I'll take that. I'll take that. Right, sir. You get off. Uh, you get off home and show the missus that you can turn up in a state that isn't all drunk and covered in cheese. Speaking of drunken, no, I'm not saying that. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Mr. Silverstein, sir. Mr. Silverstein, Mr. Cause and Effect, what were your thoughts tonight? Well, I'm, I'm just really happy with the running order you've given me tonight because I'll, I'll follow the big blue cheese anytime. Um, <laughs> cheese it up a tree, doesn't he? Um, solid, solid performance tonight. A bit of a bit for me that, that, that got me. Davis seemed to go out of the game after about 25 minutes. And... And, and I was just trying to work out why well, I watched it at home and you, you kind of only get a certain perspective on it. You don't get the whole picture. Mm. But I, I don't know whether, and, and, it, and it seemed to coincide with when Joanna Lumley uh, twisted her ankle. Um, but something changed there that, that, that affected the way that Davis impacted the game. He, he just didn't seem to, to hold the ball up as well afterwards. And I really couldn't understand the link between their goalkeeper being subbed and Keenan Davis kind of becoming far less effective from that stage on. Um, but I, I don't know whether he changed it or whether he went up against a different centre-back that worked out of playing. But for me, he when, when he was available, we held the ball up and we were progressive, but they nullified it. I, I, it was, it's interesting if, if watching on TV you get a different kind of sense of it. I thought for a, n- a number of times he makes runs to spin to go in the back. Of other times he goes and shows, but the amount of times we actually seek to play the ball into him, instead what we do is we kind of turn back and we keep it, and then we knock it across the back, and we and we slow the game down again. Um, and I think I think he kind of gets to the point of going, well, I've made the run five times, it's not coming, and kind of gets frustrated, and either stops making the runs or just thinks, well, it's it's not worth it anyway. Which yeah. is, either way is frustrating because he is a player who. When the ball plays into his feet and it sticks, it allows everybody to, to to shift forward. And we just didn't seem to be taking taking the option. I don't know if uh, if they put anybody. I mean, to be honest with you, the game was of such not low intensity, but kind of it, it just meandered all over the place. It didn't seem to feel like a a narrative or a thread to the game. But when we played against, you know, Coventry, they sat two players in front of the back line and then would break on us. You know, we knew what they were going to do. Yeah. They just they just seem to want to kind of sit within numbers and just then get it and just kind of try and play off the hoof. They didn't seem to have any particular tactic at all. But uh, if, if Paul Lynch did manage to snuff out uh, Keenan Davis, then he, he, he deserves... Uh, he deserves me to say something nice about him, but I don't really think I'm going to be able to manage to do that. You're going to have to find it for me, Neil. Um, well, I, I, I look at the back of the fridge and see if there's a mouldy bit of cheese, and behind that, that's right. <laughs> Both Paul and his son, Tom, who I've got to say is the most vile player that we've come up against. I, I don't know what it is about him. I just despise him, right? Absolutely despise him. But another point I wanted to make, Espria, um, the challenge that he got booked for 
I, they picked it up on TV. He picked up a hell of a gash on his his um, shin. Um, the poor kid, is t- it takes a battering, but for someone that looks like a 14-year-old schoolboy, yeah. he's an half takes and battering. And I think the point Mr. Baker made, some of his his ability to pick out a really, um, for want of a better phrase, penetrative pass. Yeah. And he will unlock defences for us. We just need to get him involved in the right areas and Price, give him a couple of years to bulk up on on a good high-protein and cheese diet and he'll be flying. I know, I know that, you know, clearly Slavin Bilic likes these inverted wingers and having somebody cut in, which is, which is all fine and dandy. But is he suffering by playing out wide right because on Saturday he came on and created that opportunity that we mentioned earlier on and he looks if he's in the middle of the place to be able to get it get it give it and move and be tidy and be able to kind of pull strings out wide right he's more having to rely on some level of kind of physical aspects to bring himself into the game and I, I I'm not sure that's right for him is that am I being am I being wrong there no I, I, I can see that I think he's he benefits playing off of Keenan Davis I think yeah. The challenge you've got when you put him out wide is you need so his movement when he when he's playing in the middle is, is what gives him the space and then when he's got the space he's then got his ability to use vision his vision and then execute on the pass. When he's played out wide, he's reliant on other players probably going beyond him to drag the defenders out of position to give him the space to play in. And 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 you know, all respect, when when you've got I guess Gosling down one side and you know, Semmer down the other. They're not that dynamic, um, and Christ, Semmer's work rate tonight, like everyone said, would not that. But I don't think he's got the space in which that he needs to play when he's played out wide. By the way, I thought Gosling was quality again tonight. Good stuff. Good stuff. Loving this, Neil. Loving this, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. We've got loads of people who are waiting to come on. So, uh, Andy, or I should say Woody, I'll come to you in a minute, mate. Um, uh, Steve, uh, I, I, I'm reticent to say Sean, but we will go to Charlie soon because Sean must not be sitting in front of KFC for an hour at this time of night and also Jason. So we'll go to him. But first of all, we are going to wing our way across the Atlantic and speak to Vinny in Texas. Vinny, how you doing, mate? Yo, what's going on? Uh, I just performed my civic duty. It's like midterm election here. Oh, of course, of course, of course, of course. Yes, how yeah. Well, 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 I mean, it'll be morning here by the time any kind of news really, I imagine, kind of comes out around uh, things going on there. But uh, hope that all works out for you. Did you? Did you? Uh, once you've done your civic duty, were you able to catch the game? Yeah. Well, I watched the game, then I then I went and uh, did my civic duty. But yeah, I I, I caught the game. Um, I saw a couple tweets uh, talking about how Ken Semo should start on Saturday. I don't really know how anyone feels about that in here. Uh, probably not for me, but it's uh, it's going to be going around the Watford interwebs. But I don't Ken, know what you think either. What Ken Stemmer? Yeah, left back. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. What instead of Kamara? Oh no, no, yeah. no. I think, I think, I think. I imagine we'll see Kamara back in, and we'll see um, Aspria probably given a bit of a, a a bit of a rest, especially if, as Neil just said earlier on, that he, he took quite a gash to the knee or to to, to his leg. Um, you know, I mean. I, Poor old Espria, he comes in and he, he he puts himself about and he puts his, himself in the way of it. And uh, let's, let's be honest, he's not uh, he's not built like the rest of the championship, so he has to you know kind of uh, do what right. he can. I, I imagine I imagine Kamara would be would be back in at least for my money. Um, would your money be yeah. there as well? Uh, oh yeah, for sure. But I, I I just saw some tweets before I came on, so I, I thought I would ask. 
and maybe <laughs> other people behind me can talk about it or something. Oh. Not yeah, definitely Kamara still for me. Good, uh, good man. Uh, good man, good man. Then, yeah, I think like everyone really has been saying, it was like kind of dull. I was watching at work. Uh, we finally made a penalty. That was pretty cool. I think mean, that's like our first penalty. It must have been <laughs> like 300 days or something. I mean, absolutely absurd. Uh, and yeah, of course, it's like Jao take, uh, takes and scores it. Uh, but yeah, no, no complaints. We're back in the playoff places, like four points back a second. So, you, yeah, there's nothing really to complain about. No, well said. And I, I came on at the start of this going, why do I feel like it was just the dullest game in the world? And the, Yeah. You know, everything. And I'm, I'm probably just expecting too much. That's probably the case. That's probably the case. What do you think about Bristol City Saturday, last game before the World Cup break? Do you think, I, I mean, do you think we've got enough I mean, to take it? Yeah, I mean, we, we should easily win. Um, yeah, there, there really should be no... Uh, Real concerns. Uh, I wonder. So I, I was uh, I was on on a second screen. I was watching the Barcelona game and Lewandowski get like a red intentionally to like not get hurt for the World Cup. So I wonder <laughs> what uh, if Sar will going to be. Uh, it's going to be turning up on Saturday. Oh yes, that's true. That's so a that, that, that's, mm. that's the only question mark, I guess. But. Um, uh, he, he's, he's a pro for me, so I think he'll be fine. I, I would hope so. I would hope so. He seems to be at least, you know, trying a little bit. I mean, don't get me wrong. He has games where he just goes entirely missing. But uh, in fairness, right. when, he, when, he, when, he, when he got taken off and he walked around the pitch and he was getting uh, – he, he got a very good reception from everybody in Vicarage Road. So, uh, so hopefully he, he takes that goodwill and, um, and, and takes it into Saturday. And then he can worry about the World Cup when he's there, when he's there, hopefully. All right, Vinny, yeah. thank you, sir. Lovely to speak yep. to you, mate. You take care. Adios. And we will, we will speak to you soon. Look at that adios. I like this. That's, a, that's an authentic adios. That's, that's adios from the other side of the Atlantic, everybody. See how far we stretch. Well, I'm going to take a trip into the past. Andy, sir, if you hit your mic button. Woody. Hi, can you hear me, sir? I can hear you. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. And I well, gave you a little wave. I can see where you sit when I'm up in my uh, uh, ivory tower in the upper G2. <laughs> I always try and give you a little wave. <laughs> oh, sorry. You know me. I've, I've never been observant at the best of times. I was just basically sitting there waiting for 70 minutes for Kalu to come on and shout something stupid. That's me. <laughs> but there we go. Also, also, and I appreciate that we have other people listening, but Andy and I used to work together. And I also saw Alex today when he came out, who's an Everton fan, but came to that game. Oh, what can you do? Small well, world. Uh, I, know, I know how you like your uh, your first time callers, and I've been a bit of a lurker for quite well a while. Well done, well done, everybody. Loving the, uh, loving the podcast, guys. Listen every week now, and it's my favourite uh, thing of the week to listen to. Uh, it's just nice to hear your voice, Pete. Obviously, and obviously uh, um, <laughs> felt I was brave enough with my son in the car cringing to uh, to make a contribution tonight. <laughs> well, so. I've got to ask you a couple of questions then. What would you What would you give the season so far out of a, an old style grade? Because we're gonna we're gonna be getting to one of those times anyway. But you're on the call now, and I want one from you, and I want one from uh, from Mr. Woodward Senior, uh, and one from Mr. Woodward Junior. Um, marks out, marks, marks, A, B, C, D, E, F. So my son is called Elliot. He's next to me, so I'll give him my grade. I reckon I reckon I'll put us at a strong C plus at the moment. Elliot, are you agreeing with this? Uh, well, I'd say it's probably more <laughs> more of a C, like flat. C flat. Okay, 
<laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the C flat. That, that's very good. That, that's very good indeed. And from the, and from the, the ivory towers of the upper GT, where, where you're sitting, player of the season so far for either of you, or for both of you. Ooh, that's a tough one, isn't it? That's a tough Go on, you can say first. It's got to be Jao Pedro. He's, he's kind of like the, the young man's hero, really, isn't he? Pedro, he's sort of, uh, he's doing it. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a bit, because I'm a defender, Pete, you know, I'm a, a centre-half and I like to <laughs> kick, kick, kick chunks out of the youngsters as, uh, whenever I get the opportunity. Um, it's been a difficult one. I have to say, even though Sammy Alta isn't one of the most mobile players, when he plays... He, you, he is, he's a ball. You can't get past him. And he's solid and he watches the ball. And when it comes to Cabasay and Truja Kong, at the end of the day, you know, they know what they're doing, but I kind of like him. If I can just add a little cheese pun, because I've been thinking about this. Oh, yes. Very good. I can't, I, I can't disagree with anyone and their comments tonight. Oh, 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 oh. we've never actually had a, a tumbleweed live on air, but you've got it. Well done, Andy. Well done. <laughs> Quality stuff. Uh, like my, uh, my, good, good shout. Good. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I'd say my shout for, for Malamash was probably Charlie tonight. I mean, I know you've said to me and you've said it out loud, he's a bit of a Bambi on ice. But actually, he did get everywhere tonight and he was winning the challenges. He was breaking up the play. I just wish he knew which direction we were playing sometimes to play the ball <laughs> forward. I did I did suggest that at one point I thought that somebody had moved Vicarage Road through ninety degrees for both teams. We seem to be <laughs> we, we seem to be directionally challenged all over the place. There's Woody everybody, first time caller, uh, one a one time colleague of mine and general all round good bloke, no matter what Elliot says, however cringy it gets, there you go. That's Thank you very good. But but the fact that the lurkers are turning everybody and I'm glad to see it. If you're a lurker or a listener or wherever you are, give us a shout. Let us know how you are. Woody, great to hear from you, mate. Look forward to catching you at the uh, uh, at the ground sometime soon. Right, let's go to Steve. Steve, sir. Steve Hall, you've been, uh, you've been waiting so patiently. Thank you very much indeed. Sorry about that, mate. How are you after tonight? Uh, yeah, not bad, mate. Uh, lurker alert. Lurker, another oh, lurker, mate. Long-time lurker. First-time caller. Excellent. <laughs> This is a t-shirt waiting to happen. Look at the Go on, carry on. No, I was just saying, mate, I, I think today, um, I mean, what would we do if we didn't have Hamza and Jow? I mean, we'd be in big, big trouble. I mean, I always I always keep my eye on Hamza because my girlfriend is, she's been following <laughs> Leicester as long as I've been following Watford. She's a, like a season ticket holder. She goes to Europe and all that. I mean, it'd be uh -huh. good if we... We're good if we even played in Europe, but anyway, that's another that's another sort of another day. Yeah. Um, and I always and trust me, all the Leicester fans were gutted when Hamza came to us because they thought he would feature in their team quite quite predominantly. But I keep I do keep one eye on him, and I'll tell you what, today he played a very intelligent game because he could see in the first half you had Troost doing his usual stuff, right? All right, he had a better <laughs> game today, but yep. Troost. To me, Troost is one touch, two touch, hoof it 40 yards, right? Yep. Now, in, last time we was in the championship, he got away with it. When we was in the Prem, we got buried for it. But Hamza was very, very clever. If you notice, in the second half, he came within 10 yards of Troost to get the ball off him because he knew that weren't working. So between him and Jao, I think I'd split the man of the match between them two, actually, because he's, 
He's a very clever player. And I'll tell you what, we are really lucky to have him, mate, because to me, every game he's played, he's been outstanding, hasn't he? Let's face it, he's been absolutely fantastic. When we, saw, we we had an interesting chat between, I think it was myself, Carl, and uh, 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 Justin. And, and I said, with, with Hamza, when we first got him, we all went, oh, wow, look what he does. And you see what he does. And then after like three or four games, and I appreciate you also saw results going a bit wobbly and performances going a bit flat under, uh, uh, under Rob Edwards on occasions, suddenly you start seeing what he doesn't do. And you start counting that against him. Tonight, yeah, he did, it, it was it was a combination of both of those things for both him and KMB. They did get around, they did snuff them out, and that is an art form in itself. I mean, the last time when we were in the championship, if you remember, um, uh, Calabar had had a season of two halves where under Ivic he got posted in front of the defence and just said break it up, and he couldn't pass for Toffee. And yeah. then, then you know, good old good old Cisco comes in with his with his yeah. Neil, Neil Diamond CD, which we all love, uh, yeah. and being smiley and happy, and went, no, go further forward and go do this. And suddenly he's passing and he's moving and he's he's. It, it felt like the the handbrake was taken off. And I'm not just talking about Justin's excellent sound effects earlier on. It, it was you know, and, and I wonder if there's an opportunity for one of those two to be able to go. Look, that's your starting position. But when we go forward, go in and join, go in and play and the other one just solidifies. And for me, Hamza is the out-and-out solidified defensive midfielder, sits in front, he's got the energy to get across and to and to, to do things, you know, kind of nice and tidily. And then yeah. go, go and get KM because he has got a passing range. He, he hit an excellent um, kind of centre out to... Um, uh, center out to the right wing for uh, uh, for, for Sarah uh, it, it, late on in the game, which was which was a beautiful ball. I'd love to just see them be that little bit more decisive. That would be that would be really something. So, Steve, what do you yeah. what do you think? What do you think about Bristol City, and what are your hopes for the mini uh, kind of mini kind of mid season break sort of thing coming into the second half of the season? Well, let's face it. If we get if we get three points against Bristol City, I mean, what a brilliant setup! What a brilliant setup for us. But then again, I thought we was going to trounce Coventry, and that didn't happen. So, <laughs> um, you know, um, who knows what's going to happen? I mean, I I, to, I don't know what you guys think. I wasn't at the game today. I watched, but I watched the whole game. Right. It's funny how people at the game. I'm listening to the people at the game, and they kind of saw a slightly different game to what I saw. But I find I found Sar tonight very frustrating. I found he made a lot of wrong decisions tonight. I mean, that time when he broke through and the guy pulled his shirt back and we got the free kick, I was yeah. screaming at him just before that. I was screaming at him, put it to Zhao's feet. And he doesn't. He holds and he holds and he holds. And he just seems to hold it for that couple of seconds too long, whereas if he played a nice crisp pass to someone, we could break a lot quicker. A lot. And he, he, I think he did it a couple of times tonight. He, he, he just made a wrong... The wrong decision, and I think those little—if he could tweak those little things like that, it would—he would look a better player. But to me, he's—well, I mean, is he going to turn up Saturday? I mean, I can see that. I, I can see he wants to play in the World Cup. So, yeah, I can see he, he may not even feature. I mean, who knows? But um, I, I just found it a little bit frustrating tonight. There's a couple of things with Sarah. One, I think he needs—he needs to be, as you said, freshened up. And I think yeah. the shift, the shift in and across to the left is a good idea, but shifting him back again to the right, I think, was an indication that he hadn't 
set trees alight here. Yeah. Um, and I thought Kalu came on and did. And also exactly that part where you're talking about where he was getting the ball and running and you're going, release it, release it, use the ball, use the ball or you lose it. I turned to my uh, my mate behind me, I've known for years, and I just went, is he trying to get a first down? It just seems, <laughs> It just seemed to be that they were trying to get to a certain point and then win a free kick. And that that was all that we would seemingly do, which was which was frustrating. But there we go. But there we yeah. go. Yeah, I mean, it, let's face it, Pete. It happened a couple of times. Keenan done it as well. Um, yeah, Keenan, yeah. Uh, yeah. They sort of. It seems to be one too many. You know, get your foot on it. It's like um, it's like Xiao's second goal. He, he angled up for it. A brilliant technique. He angled up for it and he hit it. He didn't control it. He didn't bring it down. He spacked it. And, and like Keenan in the first half, I think it was. He sort of stopped it, chested it. Knocked it short. <laughs> it was like, just get your foot on it. Get just, the technique. Get it in your brain to break the back of the net and hit it. But they, oh, I don't know. It's like one pass too many. It's, it's it's basically buy a ticket for the raffle. You've got to shoot. You've got to shoot. Yeah. You've got to try and get shot yeah. away. Great stuff. Steve, Steve and Woody there. One-time lurkers now full on <laughs> contributors. This is, this is wonderful stuff. Steve, mate. Ring in. I loved it. Thank you so much. Great first call there. Great first call. You're still welcome. Got a couple of people to, still got a couple of people to get through. And uh, obviously, we need to try to close out. It's a school night. What can I do? Steve, lovely to have you, sir. Brilliant stuff. Brilliant stuff. Podcast Network. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around you got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.